Mike check, Mike check. Where the fuck is Mike check? You're now tuned in to Do Rags and Boat Shoes. going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're now tuned into episode 18 of do rags and boat shoes uh so do rags and boat shoes is now legal um shout out to everybody for listening uh just make sure you uh share the link uh retweet it uh repost it uh tell your mama tell your daddy tell your grandma tell your grandpa tell your uncles tell your aunties tell your cousins to uh listen and uh soak up some game all right so um yeah, first thing that we're going to talk about is just uh, what's going on right now. I know everybody has seen the video of what's happened in uh, South Carolina with uh, the police uh, officer, the school resource officer, uh, slamming the young lady, you know, up out of her desk. And now uh, more is coming out about it because beforehand, just yesterday, we only saw the video. And then, you know, you had everybody and their mama, you know, you had uh, white folks and you had coons up here talking about, well, we don't know what she did. She could have been armed, all this other nonsense. And uh, some students started tweeting out about what really happened. And supposedly um, she only uh, she just had her phone out in class. That's it. That's what happens. And um, the uh, teacher, I guess he called the school resource officer over and my man just went beast mode on her you know uh slamming him up slamming her up out that uh desk and you know what's what's so bothersome is how the teacher responded to it uh you know he was a black male teacher and he just really kind of stood there like the young lady deserved that and she didn't she didn't deserve that at all i mean he he should have just came up out came up out of his his teacher his teacher uniform you know his character he should have came up out of that and was like hey you know you're using a little bit too much force could have stepped in you know put his hand on the on the shoulder of the cop like hey calm down or whatever because my man was wired and ready to go he wanted to fuck some shit up and uh from my understanding you know he already has a couple of uh you know uh cases open against him or one open case against him for you know mistreatment mistreatment of uh, black students and then beforehand he had a uh, suit against him for uh slamming an army veteran and using excessive force so this uh this cop he uh he, he really he really has been on one he's uh he, i mean just i mean the video is very disturbing and like I said before, it was more disturbing as how the uh, teacher reacted to it. And uh, this lady, you know, she's probably horrified. You know, she's probably going to suffer some form of PTSD um, just from that situation. And you see how the, the cops were, I mean, from the seeing how the kids were, were reacting, they were just, you know, in fear. Just, it was very disturbing to watch. And the teacher's reaction was him just standing there just watching the shit happen and uh it's something that 
I mean, we as black folks really need to start protecting our kids. We, re- excuse me, we really do. Um, like, this is just unacceptable. And then you got, you know, folks, you know, speaking on TV and, you know, on social media, just still saying we don't know what she did. She could have had a weapon. Um, she could have been a threat to the class and all this other bullshit but just seeing that video you just you don't need to see you don't need a backstory to see this that she was mistreated and abused um and it's really is it to be conscious and aware of the bullshit that black folks go through to go through in america to always be aware of it it's infuriating it just it, it takes so much on your soul it takes a toll on you it, it it really it, it I'm I'm really at a loss for words uh, about this situation because something just really needs to be done. We keep on, you know, trying to play the the legal game of let the law, you know, prevail and all this other shit. But the law wasn't built for, you know, black folks. It was built on our backs, and we keep on trying to go through the right channels and do all this other shit. And it's 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 not working. So what the hell do we do? Like really, this is where it comes into play, where our our leaders need to really step up. The heads of households really needs to step up, and we really we have to do something about this because this this is getting ridiculous. If we're not getting, you know, if a black person isn't getting killed today you know uh they're getting the shit beat out of them and our children i mean it's kids it's our children this was a young lady she looked like she couldn't weigh no more than 120 pounds soaking wet and you had this cop just look like he was going through a roid rage and just slamming this young lady and throwing her around like a rag doll and he he just he was just with the shits and it, it comes to like what what are we going to do about this you know i've seen some people trying to compare this situation you know um with the other situation with the young man who brought the homemade clock to school and uh they had the cops called on him because they thought it was a bomb and uh because of his uh middle eastern name and his background you know president obama stepped in and you know was you know offering his support and everything like that and so people were like okay well where's the support for this young lady who got slammed on the ground and all this other shit but you and i know that president obama doesn't give two shits about black folks you know he he got his second term and he's cool you know we stand behind him and everything that he does but you know when we really need him not to just be some 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 iconic figure for us you know hope um when we actually need him to step up and do something it's not going to happen because of our poor economy and what do i mean by poor economy uh we're spenders uh we're not producers you know uh, black folks you know we're workers we're always working for somebody we're not creating too much and then the ones you look at the wealthy ones they're you know they're uh doing something with a ball like uh excuse me like a dr claw said uh that's the only way you know uh, black folks are making money in america is with the ball you know they're running with a ball or they're on stage having a ball you know so 
um, that's that's what it is. You know, we live in a capitalistic society and money talks. And um, right now, um, the only way black folks money will talk is if we, you know, stop spending and, you know, actually come together and start using that loop that we're spending on all this bullshit and just start spending it on defense. We really need to start spending our money on defense, you know, um, and what I mean by defense is, you know, mentally be prepared for what we're dealing with out here, you know, educating these kids and, you know, physical defense. I mean, a lot of us do need to, you know, take up arms and a lot of us do need to take some kind of hand to hand combat training because this, I mean, the disrespect is just it's it's through the fucking roof right now. It's really through the roof and we need to protect our own and our kids are just out here just suffering they're just catching hell and it was just really sad to see that teacher just stand there and you know just watch as this young lady's being slammed to the ground for having her fucking phone out her phone now, i don't understand why the teacher couldn't just write her up you know for like an or a detention or an in-school suspension or something or just to go to the office and if she didn't choose to you know go to the office well you know hey that's when you, you call the parents you know you don't need to call the school resource officer i mean the, the, they put those officers in place because of those kids from columbine you know with those and all these school shootings that's why we have school resource officers in high schools and things of that source because of mass shootings in schools and was this a situation where the school resource officer needed to be called? Hell no. And then why the hell would somebody like this with a history like that be in a school full of children? The kids are supposed to feel safe with an officer there. They're not supposed to be in fear of that person. You know what I mean? But a lot of these black schools are ran like like prisons, you know, or like a boot camp. You know, you got the the overseer, the principal walking around, you know, uh, you know, pull up your pants, do this and all this other bullshit. And, you know, it's, it's just ran like a damn prison, a lot of these poor black schools. And this happened in South Carolina, so you already know what's the word there. You know, it's nothing but stars and bars all over that fucking place. So, I mean, but we really, we really have to figure something out. Uh, it really has to be a national plan for black folks because we can't keep letting our kids suffer like this. You know, I mean, for the adults, I know the adults are catching hell, but our kids, it's kids. I'm very passionate about the the youngins, the kids, because they don't deserve this. You're already in a fragile state as a youngin. You're trying to learn and, you know, work your way through life and figure out who you are. But, you know, you catching hell from cops like that is bullshit. And, you know, you feel like your parents can't protect you. You feel like the old heads have failed you. And we, we can't keep failing our kids right now. And like I said, we need to stop spending money on bullshit bullshit and start spending money on defense defense of these black kids we need to defend them we need to defend them with everything that we have you know black folks are very passionate people but we need to be more passionate about our kids okay that's really all i can really say about the situation it's very heartbreaking you know when i first saw the video it really brought tears to my eyes to see this happen again to a little black girl you know it's 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 one of those things where we know 
we know that society doesn't view our children as kids it's always you know we're always bigger and stronger than you know everybody else so they view our kids as you know grown-ass men and women and we got these these fucking superhuman powers like superhuman strength and all this other shit with black boogeymen and black boogie women and all this other nonsense and it's just it is just an excuse to keep treating us like shit and to keep killing us so these folks can sleep easy at night you know but the thing right now is we have all these phones with cameras on them you know high def video and it's and we're recording all this shit it's been happening for centuries but you've had one person just telling the story so you hear all these stories about you know um this person resisted arrest this person did this or they and and it's everything to justify the murder but now we're catching it on camera and we're seeing that no most of these murders are 99% of these murders aren't justified at fucking all or this police brutality beating the shit out of people it's not fucking justified and you go back to you know catching shit on film I mean Rodney King got the shit beat out of him on film way back when decades ago and jury didn't see nothing wrong with it and it wasn't a jury of his peers well it was a jury of their peers the cops and uh you know, folks burned L.A. down to the ground, but they were burning down their own neighborhoods. What they should have did was start burning down these fucking, you know, these fucking government buildings and shit like that to let people know that they're not playing. And black folks were being too damn peaceful and, you know, we're getting off these tweets and these Facebook statuses. But we really got to it has to be a call for action. It has to be a call for defense, you know, of the black community. You know, you look at America and how America spends so much money on defense around the world is because, you know, with our militaries and our weapons and shit like that is because, you know, we're the assholes of the world. You know, it's not about love. It's about money and, you know, wronging other countries at anybody's expense. That's why we spend so money, so much money on defense. And, you know, black folks, we have to have that mentality with our community. You know, we're not the assholes of the world at all. We're too damn peaceful, but we have to defend ourselves. We really do. And education is key. And, you know, like I said, you have to defend yourself physically, too. So you need to start taking some, you know, self-defense courses, you know, keep a gun in your home. I am a gun advocate. I know most folks are like, oh, no, no. Like, just stop taking that fucking high road. You know, we're always black folks are always expected to take the, the damn high road. It's like you slap me in the face. Oh, let me turn the other cheek so you can slap that one, too. And then how about you spit in my face, too? You know, I'm supposed to let all this shit happen to me while you do this to me. But I'm supposed to take the high road because I'm the better person. Bullshit. We really have to stop that now. Is is getting to the point where it has to turn into an eye for an eye. You look at everybody else. Every other country has. I mean, every other nationality has challenged. You know, has challenged the powers that be, and we're the only ones that's always, you know, forgiving folks. I mean, you look back when uh, Dylan Roof, um, the guy who killed all those black folks, those nine black people in that church. You look at how the black community was so was so apologetic for him you know they're like oh we oh we you know we for we forgive you and all this other bullshit and even the um the judge was 
you know, uh, who, uh, who brought, who was overseeing the trial was talking about how you have to think about the pain that his parents are going through and all this other shit. He said that to a room full of black folks, you know, who lost family members in a church just because they were, you know, opening up their hearts, you know, to this young man that was coming in there. And he, you know, he even said himself, he felt so bad about it because they were so welcoming to him, you know, for killing him. And it's, you know, the judge had the audacity to say you got to think about his family and all this other bullshit during the during the pretrial, I guess, or whatever. And, you, and could you imagine if, you know, the the people who plotted to do 9-11, quote unquote, you know, we know it was an inside job. I believe it. But anyway, that if it really was Al-Qaeda or whoever or Osama bin Laden, could you imagine him going to trial and the judge saying to you know to the victims oh you have to really think about osama's family you have to think about you know the pain that they're going through and all this other bullshit could you imagine a judge saying that to all the lives that were lost during 9 11 it's because i mean you can't imagine it but it happens to black folks because we are so forgiving we always want to take this high road we always you know we've had the bible just beat into us about the whole forgiveness part and everything like that and it's something that we we really need to stop doing it's time to be you know it's time to be more proactive and be and defend these kids that's that's the main thing we have to we have to breed these kids we have to bring them up to be stronger than us and to not you know be with the shits to not be so goddamn forgiving you know it's 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 a very abusive relationship that we have here in America that black folks have. You know, it's like you know you get the shit beat out of you, and every once in a while you get a bone thrown to you. You're like, oh, they're not so bad. America's not so bad. And then again, you see your brother or your sister getting the shit beat out of them, or actually getting killed. And then you know the parent is looking at you, and it's like, okay, you could be next, but you know just be good. You know and. That's the type of relationship that black folks have with America and we're too forgiving and we really need to stop with the bullshit and stop being so so uh, consumer based, you know, with our money, you know, we really start need to start pulling our money together and start changing these laws and really start fighting a good fight instead of, you know, putting the fight up on social media. Because, I mean, it can you you can get some things done, but we 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 can't just stand by and watch and then just be angry and then be distracted by something else and just move on to another tragedy you know so i mean that's really all i gotta say about that all right moving on um next thing we're gonna put up on that summer jam screen is uh your boy uh russell simmons or i should say russell thimmons uh my man with the rush card um Basically, if you haven't heard uh, what the rush card is, it's a prepaid debit card that a lot of, you know, people who can't get uh, bank accounts uh, use, uh, you know, for their direct deposit, you know, either from, you know, from their uh, from their jobs or from, uh, you know, from uh, government assistance. Um, and the issue that with the rush card is I think it's been about two weeks and people couldn't access their money. Um, people were starting GoFundMe's. Um, people, you know, have they had their utilities shut off? You know, got hit with eviction notices. And all Russell Simmons could do is offer his prayers. 
basically what happened is I guess they uh, switched some kind of financial system uh, with a different company and it froze up accounts and uh, people couldn't access their money for uh, up to two weeks I think they rush card just sent out a tweet today saying that everything should be back up online so this reminds me of uh, the Freedmen's Bank uh, back when uh, the slaves uh, first got freed after the Emancipation Proclamation, a lot of these uh, brothers and sisters were, uh, you know, were highly skilled and uh, they were working and they needed a bank. So the government created uh, the Freedmen's Bank. And this is basically where, you know, uh, f- uh, slaves would, uh, former slaves, uh, black folks would you know, place their money in, uh, you know, for safekeeping and things of that sort. And then all of a sudden the Freedman Bank just shut down and took their money. So that's what the old uh, putting money in the mattress comes from. I mean, some people I know still to this day do it. I still do it myself sometimes. I keep a some some I always keep cash, I always keep cash because you, you can't you can't trust the bank as far as you can throw it. I don't care if it is a major financial inst- institution. Have you ever had your uh had your the magnetic strip on your uh your uh, debit card you know not work that is stressful trying to get some cash out so always keep cash on me always 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 you never know uh main thing what i do now is i just mainly use my bank for my savings account that's it you know and i really i really don't even trust that at times too i really want to just take out my savings and you know throw it in a you know buy a safe myself a fireproof waterproof safe you know order online and just throw my cash in there but i really still might do that but these uh people you know they were going through it um and it was sad you know um just to deal with something like that and, and i and i think there was some kind of clause once you get a rush card that you can't sue them or something like that some kind of uh bargaining agreement or something like that but anyways that's all russell simmons could do it was just offer his prayers and you know let the tech guys keep doing their job but these people were suffering these people were going through it you know having to borrow money from their relatives um, having issues at their job you know with the direct deposits you know just kind of sitting in limbo so they couldn't get a live check cut from their job um and it was people i think people still are catching hell and you know shame on russell you know he has this card out here you know gearing it towards black folks and you know it charges you a nickel they nickel and dime you for everything that you do you know for uh, using a debit transaction to you know atm fees to a monthly fee and everything like that so that's how they're making their money and i'm just trying to wonder i'm wondering if the rush card is going to refund these people you know all the atm fees and things like that uh, that they usually get charged with um, and what what can he do to make this right you know there's a lot that he can do but will he do it and you know what that that answer is hell no and it's i don't know yeah i think i think uh black folks who can't get bank accounts they really need to look into like credit unions and things of that sort because somebody will always work with you a bank will always work with you for your business because you know how banks work uh, basically they use your money you know um you know the money that you have in your savings and your checkings they use that money to loan out to you know major businesses and things of that source giving you your money back and that's how and then on top of that sometimes you can't accrue interest you know with your savings account and things of that sort so banks always want your business especially after the financial decline that happened in uh, 2008 so we really have to look into more options 
you know um as opposed to dealing with the prepaid card because uh that that just watching these people catch hell on social media and you know reading these different articles it was it was tough you know folks like i said before getting hit with eviction notices and getting hit you know uh you know shut off notices and having their utilities cut off and people not being able to get their meds and things of that sorts and uh you know food necessities so i mean i just hope these people just kind of you know uh some somebody gotta take some legal action i know there's some kind of bargaining agreement where they can't sue but you have to take some legal action and some and it needs to be investigated because that's just the goddamn shame that for up to two weeks that people couldn't access their funds you know how fucked up that is to not access your money for two whole weeks so, I mean, that's the only reason that you work you know most of these people are working a job that they hate and you know they're doing what they can to keep the lights on and you saying i can't access my money you know that's when you have to show up at somebody's front door you know looking right in the peephole back at them so uh, you know shame on you russell you know you should have worked harder you should have had a team working harder to get this shit done you know you up here still up here running around doing yoga and all this other shit looking like a male thought and uh with that heavy ass lisp and you just praying on black folks and you know praying for them you know fuck out of here with that shit all right for my people of omaha i need y'all to please just be careful out there you know it's the end of the month those last two weeks of the month cops are out heavy trying to stop folks trying to uh you know hit that ticket quota and trying to raise some more money for the city so please just be uh careful out there with your driving make sure everything is on point make sure you got your registration make sure you got your license make sure that you have your insurance and make sure your uh you know your car is tagged and uh don't be driving like a fool you know uh uh, just the other day, uh, last, let's see here, what was it, uh, Wednesday, uh, last Wednesday I was on my way to work and uh, I live downtown and I seen, and I shit you not, I seen uh, six different people pulled over downtown and this was during, you know, rush hour commute. So this is how you know that it's real because, you know, most of the time uh, when the police are, you know, during the end of the month, you know, those last two weeks of the month, they're really out here, you know, harassing folks in North Omaha. And then uh, South Omaha, Southeast Omaha and Northeast Omaha, you know, my folks down north and my folks over south, um, you know, mainly the black and brown people. But, you know, it's getting so real now that uh, they're, you know, they stopping folks downtown, you know, they were holding up traffic left and right. And then where I work at, I work out, work out in uh, La Vista, so which is nothing but just far southwest Omaha, just past Harrison. Um there's a there there was there were there was the la vista police was out there stopping folks too so they're on the same tip so i just need y'all to be careful out there i just wanted to throw that up there on that summer jam screen for my people you know please be safe out there and uh you know don't become a victim you know uh to get some money up out your pockets from the city okay all right moving on to selling hope like dope can we um put the ufc fighter uh ronda uh, rousey on there um you know she has been a big 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 um how should i say this um big opposer of uh money mayweather floyd mayweather about his domestic violence issues and things of that sort you know they've been going back and forth in the media and uh, i believe it's one of those things ronda uses you know to kind of elevate her platform and to stay you know hype stay media hyped you know so 
Black Sports Online uh, a couple weeks back. Uh, they just released a story, and it was just talking about how she's a hypocrite. Because uh, right now she is dating uh, Travis Brown, who's a UFC fighter, and he's accused of, uh, you know, beating his uh, wife. And uh, she posted some pictures on Instagram about the bruises he left on her and things of that sort. And, uh, you know, uh, she was there, you know, on ESPN. She was talking about how her personal life is her personal life. So she don't talk about that. But she has something to say about Floyd Mayweather's, you know, personal life. And I don't condone putting your hands on women at all. But it just it's just very interesting to see this woman, you know, say all of this while she's dating an abuser, you know, an alleged abuser, I should say, because he hasn't been brought to justice yet. But um, if uh, for all you fans out there, if you read her book, you know, you're an advocate for her. Uh, there was an issue in her book about some naked pictures or something about a guy she was with. And, um, you know, she was talking about how uh, she how she basically kicked the guy's ass and that's how she handled a domestic uh, issue in her home so uh just help me understand how can you talk shit about floyd mayweather when you beat the shit out of your significant other for having some naked pictures help me out Rhonda. help me out because I, I i i would like to know i would like to know what gives you that right you know to speak out and you know talk your shit about money mayweather when you up here dating an abuser and you beat the shit out of a former significant other i mean it wasn't a situation where you were defending yourself i mean you just hauled off and hit the guy you know you say you're standing in your kitchen for about 45 minutes he comes home you slap the shit out of him and he's trying to explain it to him you hit him with a left and a right and then you grab his head and you knee him in the chest or the head or whatever I mean, it's right there in your book. So very interesting. So that's why I got you out here selling hope like dope because you up here trying to be an advocate for women's rights and all this other stuff. And you up here beating the shit out of folks and you're dating an abuser. So I mean, you also can hold an L, too. So shout out to you, Rhonda. I knew something was going to come out because I know you, you just kept on talking about money, way, money Mayweather. You just kept on talking, kept on talking, kept on talking. And I'm like, she she has something she has something and it finally came out and yeah so you're selling hope like dope and you can hold this l Rhonda. all right so speaking of holding l's got a couple people who gonna hold an l this week um gotta put your boy james harden on there um just from him signing that adidas deal you know a few few weeks back or a month back and he lost his girl chloe kardashian uh Back to her, her former husband, still her husband, to Lamar Odom. Um, yeah, so he's going to have a rough season. Or he's going to come out, you know, playing like he got something to prove. But I think he's going to have a rough season. I think he's going to roll his ankle a couple times in them uh, Adidas slip-ons. And, uh, yeah, he's not going to, you know, get you know get that Kardashian money. So, I mean, it could be a good thing for him, though. Because, I mean, you see how, you know, Lamar turned out. I mean, Lamar's hooked on that ready rock and fucking with them, uh, 
you know, them, uh, them herbal supplements that you get from the gas station, which I don't know why the fuck he was fucking with that, but then you gotta still look at those, uh, those hookers that was at that bunny ranch that he was at, you know, they might have set him up for the okie doke, slipped him a mickey, that's that old school slipping the mickey, you know, some folks go straight up crazy if you slip him some kind of weird shit, you know, I know some folks walking around right now that I grew up with that ain't right because of some slip mickey shit, but anyways, uh, so James Harden, you gotta hold this L. You know you lost out. You know even though you got the the lesser uh, of the Kardashian sisters, you know you lost out on to a, to a swerve. You know, but hey, you know hold that L. Enjoy them millions from Adidas, and uh, hopefully you got some ankle insurance. And the other person that got a hold of nail, I guess, is Amy Schumer. Uh, you know, she just filmed a comedy special at the Apollo, directed by your man Chris Rock. Um, but her ending joke sounded very familiar to uh, Patrice O'Neill's uh, stand-up routine uh, about different sexual acts. You know, she went on record talking about she didn't, you know, uh, swipe anything from him. Or she wasn't trying to pay homage to him or anything like that. May Patrice rest in peace. But um, y'all can go on YouTube and peep it out yourself. It sounds very, very similar. Very similar to uh, what he said um, back in, I think, 06, 07. Um, how he ended the routine about these different sexual acts. So, um, yeah, Amy Schumer, you can hold this L. And she also needs to hold this L because she's always um, doing some self-degradation jokes. She's always degrading herself, you know. She needs to really quit that. You know, she, she's she's funny, I'll admit that. Um, but she always goes into, like, self-shaming mode or something. Like, she doesn't have any confidence in herself. It's, it's really, she really needs to quit that, you know. It's, it's not a good look. So, anyway, James Harden, Amy Schumer, hold this L. Maybe y'all can hook up and... You know, roll around and break y'all ankles together in some Adidas boots or something. All right. All right. So moving on to health over wealth news, you know, because without health, you can't enjoy your wealth. Right. All right. So um, just to hit you with a quote from uh, Malcolm X, um, it basically goes into um, the theme of what I was saying before um, on the Summer Jam screen segment. Is, um, you know, we need to really come together, especially black folks really need to come together and, you know, uh, defend our community and defend our children. All right. So this comes from Brother Malcolm. It says, when I is replaced with we, even illness becomes wellness. So think about that. We can do so much more. You know, we can do so much more when we work as a team. So just kind of keep that in mind, you know, get rid of that, you know, get rid of that me, me, me and start thinking about we start thinking about the future, you know, start thinking about them rainy days and thinking about them storms and how you're going to prepare for them. Okay. So that's pretty much all I got for health over wealth. So moving on to not all heroes wear capes. You know, I introduced that in the last show and uh, last time it was Stefan Marbury. This time I'm going to have to put my man Jada Kiss up there. He just... You know, he just released a mixtape, T5DOA, and it is so, so nice to hear actual rapping again. You know, it's so nice. So nice to actually hear rapping. I don't have to hear nobody go, and I don't have to hear nobody harmonizing in auto-tune about being a fiend and addicted to coke and addicted to lean. It's just so nice to just hear that, you know, Timbaland champion hoodie you know baggy jean rap you know it's just so nice that i don't think that'll ever ever die out you know real street music won't ever die out you know it's timeless so just shout out to jada 
um like i said before not all heroes wear capes you know um just shout out to that brother and just please take a listen to that mixtape it'll you you know it'll make you love rap again you know so just shout out to him shout out to styles you know shout out to chic shout out to all the producers on there it's a fire mixtape should have been an album and uh just thank you so much kiss thank you so much for just rapping you know um appreciate that much love to everybody that's been the show i know it's a little bit short but hey you know you can listen to it on your lunch break much love and please you know spread the word share the message you know let everybody know that they need to be peeping this uh podcast and uh and i will holler at you guys next week much love one For the pound, y'all If be the king, I put around in his crown, y'all He just talking, but he pussy in the town, y'all I air him out, then put him in the ground, y'all Hit him in the church if he praying on my downfall It's either this or you wicked with a round ball It's a burial, whenever we sound off Hands to the no-hander, right after the Round off Peanut butter guts, chocolate brown Porsche Word the Spanish Jose, we was moving the most, yeah Had my boys running and gunning something like Coach K Listen Duke, you can shoot but you know that it's both ways My gun splash brothers, I call them Curry and Clay In the hurry to get buried, never fucking with Jay Oh Dave, come on nigga, I see you riding the wave Brave like the crackers that help hide the slaves Keep talking, I kill you, then slide in your babe You got a homie up top, I have him die in the cage And we trigger happy, can't wait to fire the gauge Go out on your shield or you die in a blaze Gunfire, one liar Put the truth in the maze, I got the truck off the south Got a coupe from the haze, in the telly down south I got me a few dames We ain't fucking but we stuffing they pussy with cocaine Whipped out, fuck around and hop on the two train Rob the first and last card, show you some true pain Wolf on the phone when I show you a few fangs It's a different kind of hot, my nigga is blue flames Dudes are starting to get out of pocket Loose change, hard part, trying to stay still Move things right before you about to murder something Your mood change We came up like 90 bricks We had the city under siege since 96 Go online, still won't find these kicks Like Frank White when he did the Chinese hit That's it, it's us, then everybody else After Our part of the good books, a rough chapter Everything Dead serious enough Laughter Frying no lease Royal papers Dutch masters Yeah You read more You see more They tearing shit up On the streets And be more Some people don't know What it's like to be poor The hood is a one way Ain't no detour You know the love course The hate come free y'all Those who protect the serve Will knock your seed off The energy is negative It's not the feed off Shoulda cooled down When we Knock the heat off Get it R.I.P. Freddie Gray Rest in peace, homie, that they shot in the back in South Carolina Eric Gardner Mike Brown Glennis Rest in peace, baby girl And all y'all rappers (laughs) One